How did this tradition get started? I'll tell you. I don't know. But it's a tradition. And because of our traditions, every one of us knows who he is and what God expects him to do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Torah. I'm Rabbi Tzvi Jacobson with NRM Streamcast, and we'll spend our time talking Torah, learning stuff, and having fun while we learn. And today, we are having fun. Um, we are joined by Jason Kaplan, the founder, I guess, of the Universal Language Room. And Jason, you know, I'm thinking you said when, whenever you do this Universal Language Room and people are smiling and happy, I am so pumped. This was really... <laughs> I, so anybody who missed um, the last segment, you got to go back. We get good info who Jason is. We're going to take it a little further. And we were talking with music and it was fun. So... Yes. Jason, why is it fun? It's fun that we have a certain part of our mind that jumps around about the past or worried about the future. And when it's given something to do, which is music, and when it's allowed to be involved with all the changing notes and the interaction and the dialogue, when it's given something like that, I think then the shama, the soul, comes forward. And that part of the mind relaxes and doesn't think about all the things that stress us out. And we both start to live more in the moment and we start to feel what the Rambam, Maimonides calls the active intellect. You start to feel the messages of God. So that that's, in a nutshell, that's how I think about it. Okay, I'll take your word for it. All I know is um, it was really fun. And we're going to be doing it again and Jason's going to be helping me out and that way I can have more fun. But one thing maybe is a suggestion, you know, people are talking, we're home, we're home, the kids are home. Wouldn't it be fun when we're all looking for activities to get everybody, however many everybody is, by me it's about eight people, get everybody, whoever wants, you know, sitting on the couch, sitting on the floor, you know, come on, the kids have xylophones, or I got these whackers there, you know, these, however it makes noise, I have no idea, I got another one here. Take him home, I'll get in trouble. But what wouldn't it be fun if everybody went around the living room without our professional training and uh, we just play this and you'd see all the people who are moping around your house are smiling? That is it. That's the dream. That's the dream. That's when we were communicating on email and you were talking about your ideas and my ideas. And could we apply this? Oh, I hope it's not freezing. Um, <laughs> where could we apply this? Is, um, is a dream for me to see to hear that families would get together and say, let's try this together as a family. Svi spoke with Jason. He's got enough information to lead the kids and, and wife to do this. That's a dream for me. Absolutely. Now, can people go ahead maybe on YouTube or, or to your, I guess, online to, to either talk to you or see videos or clips how they could do it just to have the whole family get involved? That's it. We have some really good information on ULR1.com. And it has us on Memphis Local Live TV with Amy Sparapolis. I went on with uh, my colleagues. I saw that it. That video is very good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's ULR, hello, Universal Language Room, the number one. And it's mm -hmm. .com or .org? It's .com. It is .com. Mm -hmm. So, again, if you just... I know we're starting, but we're sort of continuing. ULR1.com, just to see the fun 
um, that uh, Jason and I am having today. And you could, this is, you know, the perfect time with Corona. Get everybody around the house to laugh, to have fun, which is something we all uh, we all need from just being stuck. Again, there's good reasons we're stuck, but we're stuck at home just to do something different. People are looking for things. This is really fun. Okay, let's mm-hmm. take a step back because yes. there's two things that, that Jason likes to get involved in. And we, we talked a little bit about the spiritual side. Uh, and there was a, a rabbi, I can't remember how long ago he lived because I don't have it in my notes, but his name was Abulafia, mm-hmm. which is generally speaking a, a Middle Eastern or a Northern African or a Spain type name. Who was this Abulafia and why is he important to Jason Kaplan? Sure. Uh, Abulafia lived right after the Rambam. He probably lived in the late 1200s, but he's so important to me because I've discovered him recently and I discovered his manuals. And they were exactly what I was trying to accomplish in the universal language room. Uh, he took four Hebrew letters, not notes, but he said it could be notes, and he permutated them 24 different ways. And that was his mystical meditation. Um, and this was done through uh, writing, through writing it out. They would write out all the different permutations, and his students did that. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I've been doing. I, in fact, if I could show you on camera, um, I was yes, reading Jerry Braganzi's and on his saxophone book, uh, here we go, he wrote out that if you took four notes, can you see that? I can see it. I can't read it, but okay. I can see it. <laughs> That's because I can't read yeah, notes. Yeah, it, 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 it is kind of hard to see. Um, he showed how you could write it out 24 different ways, 24 different melodies you could create with four notes. And I thought to myself, well, I've seen that before. And I grabbed Yehuda Albotini. Abulafia student, and here are the Hebrew letters written 1200, uh, 800 years ago in 24 different ways. So <laughs> they're only separated by 800 years. Only. So we're going to step back because obviously I missed something because you are well-versed. Um, does yes. jazz have something to do with four notes? Yes. Uh, okay, that, so take me through that. Sure. It's a great way to think about how do I improvise? Improvise means you make up melodies on the spot. And that's very intimidating for people. So um, what Braganzi is saying in the book is take four notes and start to listen to yourself, play them 24 different ways. You know, play first note, second note, third note, fourth note, but play third, first, second, and fourth. Just listen to it. Listen to the different ways that it, it makes melodies and try to make up little lines and ideas from it. And that's a great way to start improvising and there's a whole world of improv improvisational teaching but i really like that it makes it so nice and simple and straightforward and then as i just showed you i saw it in yehuda albatini's book and albalafi's book from 800 years ago take four hebrew letters look at them enjoy them put them in different orders and that's how he felt some type of meditation or navua came um to a person well amazing so again so I know over here on my uh, xylophone, there are seven notes, but you keep talking four notes. Why is there a re- In other words, do I have to be uh, more uh, musically inclined to do all seven? Is there a specific reason for four? Yeah, I like to introduce four at the beginning because it allows people to think, oh, I don't have that many choices. I can limit it to four. Limitation really creates expansion. And when people feel comfortable on four, we also, we definitely add five and six. 
But to start with four and then say, oh, I enjoyed that. So five wouldn't be so hard. I say, yeah, let's try five. And then we go from there. Oh, so very cool. Okay. So that's Abulafia. So the other thing mm-hmm. we discussed, and I wrote in my little LinkedIn blog over there, whatever we call it, you <laughs> like to say you're a combination or your universal language room is a combination of the uh, of Nachman Breslov and, um, okay, where's his name? Oh, and John Coltrane. Now, don't feel bad. The name I'm familiar with, that's <laughs> it. Um, what's, what's the connection between these two? Uh, obviously, one was a, a great rabbi, and one was obviously a great jazz, jazz, I hope, a jazz musician. Yes. The connection. I brought the album. This is the album that changed my life. A Love Supreme. John Coltrane's album, I believe, is 1965. And inside of it, he writes this beautiful poem to God. And okay. it says, you know, um, dear, you know, a love supreme, I will do all I can to be worthy of thee, O Lord. You know, it's just a full jazz album. And in the album, you can hear him talking to God through the saxophone. And that's how I interpret it. And it really made me think about Rebbe Nachman talking about his bodidus. Rebbe Nachman said to his followers, and really to every person, every Jew, Go into the woods or go somewhere and have time to talk to God in your own language and just talk to God like he's a friend. And so I practice both. I practice hispotidus. I practice jazz. I really see all the overlay in both of those approaches. So that's why I feel like Universal Language Room, spiritually, uh, that's one of the applications. Because I just want to make a note that Universal Language Room itself is a model. So when I talk about spiritual things and Rebbe Nachman, that's me applying it to my Judaism. But I always want people to know Universal Language Room itself is just a pure model. They can apply it wherever they want. There's not really a religious intention to the Universal Language Room. That intention is what I took out of it for my own personal life. Okay, that was, thank you for clarifying. Because really I want to clarify the next step. Um, You're not looking to turn the Universal Language Room into some type of business and you'll sell people the idea I, I think you want to teach people what you do, and then they should just take it and run with it. Did I get that right? It really is. It really is a service to humanity, service to community that I really feel strongly about. The only business model that we have is that the Bridge Institute, our nonprofit organization, we would take funding so I could facilitate that musicians who work as musicians full time could have another income stream. I think it's very important that I feel musicians are more, especially today. Um, are more limited than ever because their art and their real crucial art form. So I'm hoping to support musicians, but for myself, I'm not trying to build this uh, business um, model and and look for revenue and uh, and profit. I really am trying to provide a service to humanity. Amazing. So just, I mean, at this point, I know it's still new. Have any musicians in the world, because now we're in the world, have any of them yeah. actually tried to go ahead and, uh, I say the word copy in the nicest way, but to copy what you're doing? I've had wonderful support from my jazz heroes. I'll mention them. Um, John Zorn and Dave Liebman have been tremendous supporters. These are the top musicians in the jazz field amongst uh, all the top musicians. They're not, <laughs> they're not in a class of their own, they're in the class of the top musicians. And their support... Uh, through the years has been tremendous. So um, they love what I'm doing. I send them updates. And um, and it's really nice to hear that they think it's a, a worthwhile endeavor. Cool. Very, very, very cool. And as we were discussing... Oh, did I lose you? No, no. I said... I, love, I noticed that my, my 
computer wasn't totally plugged in. <laughs> oh. I'm back. I, no, Sorry. you won't be the first one to walk out on me. I once had a lady who there was some <laughs> helicopter flying over her apartment, so she had to get up and close the windows. I've had people get up on me. It's okay. I get used to it. <laughs> no, I should okay. have told you I had five. I said, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Tell me what you're going to say. Oh, I just saw, for some reason, my, my plug was not fully plugged in, the, uh, the uh, hazards of working at home. So I just had to stick it in there so I didn't get disconnected from you. Uh, the hazards of working at home, if there's children at home that uh, play with stuff and then they forget to plug it back in. I, I, uh, I get that mm -hmm. also. Um, okay, I tell you what. Um, let's do this again. I, I want people to see, to feel. I'm telling you, I, my again, I'm a happy person. I'm an energetic person. I'm a smiley person. It even bothers me when I, I go into all the stores and I put my mask on and I'm trying to smile at people through my mask. And then I'm sitting there thinking, but they don't see you smiling. And that bothers me because yes. I like to be friendly and I like to feel good. And I don't even get to share it. But today, I do not have to wear a mask in here. Today, I can smile. And I want to teach people, as you can see me smile. You could feel me smile. But the only way you're going to smile is if you actually do this. So... Let's do this again, and let's just at the beginning, for those who missed, for whatever reason, because sometimes my mother listens out of order, um, let's take it from the beginning, explain what we're going to do and what we want people to do and what we're trying to accomplish. Very good. And before we start, thank you again, Svi, for having me. It's just a pleasure to do all the emails and talking to you to the run-up of doing this and then to actually be on your show. It's a real bracha. Yeah, well, this is fun. I I'm loving this. So go ahead. Yeah, so, uh, so we had C, D, E, F. Now, because you, you picked this up so fast, let's add G. Okay? There's your G. Very good. So now what I'm going to say is that permutation number one is C, D, E, F. I thought G. And permutation, yeah, permutation number two is going to be D, E, F, G. Oh, but you're always doing four. I always break it into fours to keep it easy to deal with. Oh, so I could do. And then the next one is. Beautiful. Okay, got that. Nailed it. So, so when you make up your ideas, think about conversation between those two permutations. It might sound like this. I'm sorry. So it's very conversational already. Right, so I'm conversing between C, D, E, F, and D, E, F, G, like. Like that. You're natural. You're natural. Boom. I'm a teacher. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Is it the teacher or the student that's so good? I think it's a combination. So, I, so you, when. You of all people, right? No. That, you keep quoting Rambams, right? Right? But that's really a mystery, right? I learn more from my students. You're not going to learn too much from me. But, but yeah, students, teachers, it should be a flow back and forth. That's, you know, that's the hardest part when I'm studying with my students and they're getting better with raising their hands and hitting the right numbers on the phone. There's got to be a give and take. We don't lecture to students. We, we, we have a conversation. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And that's why I really enjoy Talmud's study, Gemara's study. It's so nice to have one of the best thinkers in Gemara say, well, what do you think about that? Huh. And that's the beauty of our of our Torah system is that dialogue piece. Okay, so let's have a conversation. Tell me what you want me to do. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. We're just going to give each other more time. I'm going to, let's do the four 
uh, back, back and, and forth, right? But but just take more time. We've done it for five seconds. Take ten seconds to 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 really think it through. Give yourself some space. So when I start, I'll do ten seconds worth. You do it. We'll do it four times, and we'll just sink into it more and more and find feel that joy of it. Okay. Okay. No, what's that? How do I know which four I'm using? Or it doesn't matter. It's your choice. Cool. No, all all up to you. And I can switch back and forth. Yep. Okay, I'm ready. No rules. No rules. You ready? Here we go. I'm ready. No rules. Go for it. Here we go. I think that was four. I started losing track because I have so much fun. That was very good. This this is really, really fun because I'm sitting here banging the notes and I'm saying, whoa, I'm also making music. And as I think part of once a person gets gets is, is following along what's happening, so he acts, and as most of us basically are petrified to pick up an instrument and make a fool of ourselves, or we pick it up and pretend we once knew how to, you know, hit the chords, which I can hit a few of them with my fingers, mm-hmm. but it takes about 10 minutes each. But you actually feel like like you're playing music. And, yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's an energy. So I, I'm just curious. So how do you do that for 20 minutes? As what oh, happens? It's fun. What, what yeah. happens? Yeah, I mean, ideally, I bring Cecil McDaniel and Dalian Russell, uh, bass player and drummer, par excellence, and then we go into a whole song. And so some the drum, the bass is going, then I point to somebody and say, add one of those permutations. They add it, and it sounds great, and they say, wow, I, I played with the whole band. So there's all kinds of levels that we keep building into the experience until you feel like you're playing with the whole band, soloing within a song. That's what gets so exciting. Now, and so once we're playing, so right now, my feeling is this was fun. This was great. This kept us busy. Mm-hmm. This is uh, enjoyable and, and it's flowing. But, but we talked in the last show how you can go into an autistic camp or you can go into a prison or you can get doctors to collaborate. What is that next step? Like, what's happening? Yeah, what's happening? Here, I, I brought my guitar, you know. So, so what happens is people apply to their instruments at home. You know, and you know, so like we'll we'll play just like a little funk line, like a. 
Is that coming through? Yeah, sure. Loud and clear. You know, play like a little James Brown line, some a song people know, and then they take the, the do the permutation on top of it. So, for example. You know, and then you say, oh, I've heard that on the record. You know, you're saying I can do that on my instrument? Yeah, that's what, now you can go home and practice that. And when you come back to the next session, you'll be even better and more comfortable. So each time we do it, it builds up into people being more comfortable and being more in the flow. And then, yeah, it's like, it's like just getting together with a group of folks and schmoozing. So then what happens to those children, for example, um, in that camp? Now that they've been playing for a while, how does that affect them? In what way does that affect them? Oh, I mean, we, we have seen where people then want to get together on their own with their friends. And the kids that I teach here in Memphis, uh, they want to form a band. So they really take it to the next level. They start organizing universal language rooms. They keep practicing. Um, ultimately, if, it was, if I had a children's program, I would say make it eight sessions and then make them or allow them to perform for their parents and friends. So that would be, you got to give everybody a goal to work up to. And that's the goal is to perform for friends or lead your own universal language room. Right. But when, you know, when I'm playing this, I feel fun. But if I would just play, you know, if it's my little kids playing, okay, we're, we're nice. We shake our heads. But what will happen when, when you'll have these teenagers playing and they're going to play in front of their parents and the parents will get the feeling for what's happening? Yeah, yeah, I think they would. And they get the excitement of it. And it's very contagious. And then ideally people start playing it at home, uh, as you said. So, I mean, my, my experience right now, they remember, we, I've been doing this for like 15 years. But to, in Memphis, Tennessee, 2019 was when I got my big breakthrough with the University of Memphis. And then, you know, someone like yourself running this wonderful show calls. So my ideal was what you're saying, that people would then bring this to their family homes and start playing. Okay, cool. And that's, I think you're freezing on me a little bit. And that's yeah. exactly what we're trying to accomplish. So did I unfreeze you? I think you're unfrozen. Yeah, I think so, I'm okay now. Okay, good, cool. So my time is just about running out. So I'm going to ask you for two things. Um, number one, um, what would you like to leave us with? That's always important. And number two, um, again, if you can give us uh, how we can learn to do this on our own, your, the, the different uh, websites that you have. So share those two things with us. What do you want to leave us with? And how yes. can we get in touch? I'll leave you, Svi, with a bracha to continue your work and highlighting people doing great things in the world. This is an amazing program. Thank you for having me. Um, please, in the Jewish world, uh, those listening, in our tradition, there's a great rabbi, Rabbi Abraham Abalafia. Take a look at his books. There's some wonderful resources out there. He really opens up a whole world of meditation. Universal language room. In, oh, am I freezing? I think I'm okay. No, now in you got terms it. of universal language room, please check out ULR1.com and email me and ask me to do a Zoom with your community or do it with your church or mosque or gurudwara. Wherever you want me to come and zoom in, I'll help you lead it. I'll set it up, uh, and we can work out those details. I'm, I'm ready to help out and spread this message. That is so cool. Jason, this was so much fun. I'm so <laughs> appreciative you did this with us. Um, I hope everybody at home is healthy and safe and well, and we'll be in touch. I'll, if I'll try to email you when I do this at home, I'll bring my toys home. We'll figure out how to do this. 
All right. Svi, I'm going to zoom into your house and help you with your family. It's an incredible bracha to meet you and work with you. And thank you so much for the support and featuring me. Cool. Okay, the music is playing. I hope you listened in. I hope you learned something. Um, I got to thank our wonderful sponsors and listeners. You know, I can't do it without you. Remember, stay home. Stay safe. Enjoy the family. Thank you to my wonderful production team. We have Angel and David in the back. I hope I've left you some food for thought. Until next time, I am Rabbi Sweet Jacobson. You've been listening to Let's Talk Torah on NRM Streamcast. And until next time, don't forget to think about it. With things from far.